Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. Ho, ho, ho. I'm Mikey. <laughs> A Merry Christmas. I'm Corinne. Um, this is episode 29, and it's our Christmas episode. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see we are wearing so much festive gear. Yes, it's true. I have a hat on a trucker hat that's got uh, reindeer having sex on it. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I've, Very got a, festive. I've got a sweater on that you can fit a whole bottle of wine into. And you've done it. And I've done it. And I have a Christmas sweater, I wish you could see it better, where Santa is peeing Merry Christmas into the snow. Yeah. Yeah. He's just into it. Yeah. Jolly St. Nick. Yeah. He He's a prankster, that he one. Is, oh, my God. He's the prankster gangster. That's true. Yeah. Good work. So we celebrate Christmas. Yeah. And um, to do that this year, as every year, we're yeah. headed out to Buffalo, New York. We are. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Tonight is actually the solstice. So happy oh. solstice to you all. Yeah. It's really dark it feels like it's been dark all day this morning i woke we wake up in the seven ish range when he woke up at like 6 30 i woke up at seven something and it was and it's just so goddamn dark yes i don't mind i i don't mind it getting dark early in the evening uh-uh. i mind it being dark in the morning when i get up yeah like i would rather like if i could get up at like if the sun came up at 5 30 i would get up at 5 30 every day like i just want it to be mm. it it makes me feel crazy <laughs> And it's so dark. I know. Yeah. It's intense. Yeah. Well, and us in the Northwest, too, were yeah. um, a bit grayer than totally. a lot of places. So, yeah. Um, it's also like we're going through the, what the, uh, mm, oh, yeah. Pineapple what? Express right now, which, yeah. is, which is producing the Atmospheric River. I had never heard that the term before. What the fuck is that all about? I know. It's super wet um, here, but the, and it's also hot. It's like 60 degrees out. Mm-hmm. Yesterday mm-hmm. was 60 mm-hmm. in Portland and rainy, and it's, you know, December 20th. Mm-hmm. So, um, do we want to do, uh, you've got some Christmassy stuff. I don't really have, none of my shit's really Christmassy. <laughs> That's okay. Well, yeah. let's talk about now that my mouth is full and I know that you all wanted to really hear me chew. Yeah, it's so gross. We've been talking been... about how gross our, that is on the show now. Mm-hmm. You missed it last week. Ooh, Carissa. Yeah, she was Can so rad. Can you just yeah. with Carissa? I know. She's wonderful. Her story was wonderful. It was cool because it was different than what we've been hearing before. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. She's, I liked hearing that it was like, well, she like talked about her child kind of very little, yep. which it was like, I kind of appreciated that because it was just kind of like, she was telling a different story about women's health. And that's, yep. those are the things that I think, I don't know, I want to hear a lot about on here. Yeah. On and she, I mean, it was such an empowered place that she came from and right. that she was talking about like, I know that there's a connection between this traumatic brain injury that I had mm. and me not getting my period. Right. <laughs> you know, and to, to sort of have that intuition mm-hmm. and then seek out care that also, that reflects that oh is, God. And at I 16, think it's so cool. I yeah. Totally. I still can't get over that. Totally. Because I just like, I'm 39 years old and I'm still like, ooh, around doctors and right. kind of if they told me to do whatever, I would probably do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was another cool part was her questioning the medications. Like, why do I need to take this? What's it going to do for my body? And if I don't take it, is it, you know, like... Am I going to die? Exactly. Right. I know, that was Yeah, she was brill. Yeah, love her. her. She's Mm -hmm. also like... Um, 
I love everybody that's been on our show, but she was by far the best at social mediaing the whole thing. Ooh, like yeah. we were barely done with the episode, and like already there was like five stories written on Mikey and Rin stay in, like Chris being like, "Just was on this show. It's super awesome. Listen in, tune in, tune in." I was like, "Holy shit, we're ter- <laughs> we're not great at social mediaing." Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to take, um, I'm going to try to take some lessons from her and do it better. Yeah. Yeah. So while Corinne is eating, um, I'll tell you about, <laughs> so our, we're, we have a eat your feelings meal tonight, which is a, um, these delicious biscuits that Renee made. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I wanted free, to do a little dress rehearsal for, uh, Christmas fair because yeah. we're all going to gather at my sister's house. And if she had it her way, she'd prepare the entire meal for everyone. Oh, yeah. Um, but we're all descendants of Italians. And so we all fucking elbow our way to the kitchen in order to provide food for people. Totally. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So I'm going to do these biscuits. I wanted to make sure of how they came out. But they're freaking delicious. Damn, biscuits are not an easy... They're, I don't know. I've fucked up a lot of biscuits. In my well, life. and especially a grain-free biscuit. Oh yeah, totally. totally. Mm-hmm. Um, we will link the recipe for sure. Um, but basically, it's a combo of almond, coconut, and tapioca flours, and they came out perfectly biscuity. Like they're not too dense. They're no. nice and mushad in the middle. Yeah, totally. Um, <clears throat> so I love them. I know. I kind of. It's a pretty good eat your feeling snack too. Well, I mean, biscuits are one of those things where I feel like you can shame eat a biscuit. Yes. Um, like biscuits. How are do kind you of like, shame eat? How do I shame eat? Yeah. With a biscuit. Yeah, I mean, what's your? What do you mean shame eat? Well, I well I think like the reason that I love alcohol is that alcohol is good for when you're happy and good for when you're sad. <laughs> and biscuits, I feel like, are the same thing. Like mm. a sad biscuit, like. You're feeling down, whatever. You get a biscuit. You put so much butter on it. Mm-hmm. You get biscuits and gravy. You get whatever. And it's like, wow, this is exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. And then a happy biscuit, it fills the same role. Mm-hmm. It's there mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of food is like that. Cake can be like that. Sure. Spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Crackers. Salad. Um, but like but biscuits especially, I think there's like, there's a naughty factor to them. Yeah. And then, um, but you can kind of, I don't know, you can like dress up a biscuit that makes it kind of less naughty. Yeah. But then you can also go super naughty, like put sausage gravy over the top of it. And, That's right. Or like stuff it with cheddar cheese and melt ham and yummies all over and mm. in it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, biscuits are deep. I find them deeply comforting. Oh, totally. And so I'm happy to have found this grain-free recipe yeah. that I would love to share Please. with you. Um, so to share more about our world. So Rini had her procedure a while ago. Mm-hmm. And we are getting to the point where she is getting all healed up and things are wonderful. And um, like we said last week, we're going to be, or maybe two weeks ago, we're going to be getting back on the ho-ho. The bone train. The ho-ho-ho. Oh, no, I was going to do something else with that. The, bo- <laughs> the bo- bo- bone. Yeah, something. I don't know. Back in the bone zone. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to start trying to make a baby again, mm-hmm. which is so fun. Oh, I had another semen analysis. Yeah, um, tell us about that. So obviously I was super worried about hot tubbing and dumb hot ball decisions that I made. <laughs> and, it turns, and it turns out that nothing changed. Like things actually went up a little bit positively. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, like things were kind of like, they just haven't changed. So um, 
So I'm sitting in a hot tub right now. You guys can't see it, but I'm <laughs> bubbling away. Just stewing those balls. Just stewing. And I'm smoking marijuana and drinking Gatorade. Mountain I don't know Dew. What, or Mountain Dew. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Um, probably Gatorade too. Mm-hmm. Yellow number five. Uh, but yeah, it was so that was good because I was nervous about it. I must say that I was like, what a dumbass if I, excuse me, burping, um, if I fucked the whole thing up and Rinny has been like doing all the things and having this scary surgery and all that stuff. And then I decided, oh, I'm going to go hot tub in a couple of times. <laughs> and then it was like, we can't have a baby. <laughs> so all good, which yeah. is great. Yes. And still doing all my supplements, which I think is great because it's like they can't hurt and they've been helping, I think. Yeah, I mean, you had an increase in a couple of key areas. Yeah. That was good. I think the count couldn't go up much because it's kind of at the upper limit. Otherwise, I'm going to crowd those fuckers in there. So, (laughs) don't want to do that. It's going to be like a nightclub fire. Oh, my God. Oh, too soon. Um, But, yeah. So, we're going to start it up. Yeah. I know. That's all. We only listen to the Rolling Stones when we have sex. It's true. So sexy. God, Mick Jagger. Mickey. Mm, got those moves. Mm, he sure does. Yep. Moves like Jagger. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Um, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Jagger you, got me all hot and bothered. I know. I got a little take in there. Um, <laughs> do you want me to start or you want to start with things? I'm going to start. Do it. So, um, friends, I have for you a, a bindle of the week this week. So... Every week when Mikey and I don't do an interview, wow, we clank fucking plates around, eat on camera Uh and microphone, and then also we try and do something useful. (laughs) Um, And one of those things is a bindle of the week, which is how we're looking to save money in preparation for an expanding family. Mm. And so um, one thing I like to do during the winter months is to take elderberry sort of on a regular-ish basis. Um, I work with kids. I see a lot of kids that come in with upper respiratory illnesses. Um, A lot of times they're sick while they're in my office. And so um, I got to keep that immune system strong, baby. Kids are pretty sick. (laughs) Yeah, they're little Petri dishes. Yeah, they're just little disease factories. Um, So yeah, so one of the ways I like to do that is with elderberry. Elderberry is a really, really incredible immune tonic um, and something that you can sort of take all season long. Yeah. Um, and it's fucking expensive. Crazy expensive. It's yeah. so expensive. And they add a bunch of other stuff into it. I'm just like, give me the elderberry. Right. Um, so I have made my own elderberry syrup. Which I'm going to get out of the fridge for those of you listening with your eyes. Tell me to go get so it? that you can see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See um, the amount of elderberry syrup that I've made, um, some of which we will be gifting because, um, yeah, I just made a shit ton of it. But it's super, super easy to do. You just have to procure the dried elderberries, organic if possible. Um, We happen to have, because we live in Portland and Portland is amazing, we have a (laughs) little... Mikey is delivering it. In his stocking sweater. Thank you. In my stocking. In my sleeve. In my sheath. So, um, yeah, this right here is just about four cups. Right. And And you take about a tablespoon a day. Totally. And the (laughs) jar that we'll get is two ounces, and I think it's $26 or something like that. Yeah, insane. Yeah. And so this was uh, 
how many seven and a half ounces of elderberries, mm. which cost thirty dollars. Yeah, um, this will if we used this whole thing, it would yeah. last us four years. Right, probably. totally. <laughs> Can we freeze it? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know what that does to the kind to of the, like volatile oils mm, and that's stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's super good. I mean, and it's <clears throat> legitimately delicious. Like oh, yeah. I would use this in a cocktail or like over like ice cream or something like that. I don't know if the, how that how that defeats the purpose of it, but <laughs> but it's um, so good. Yeah. So uh, so basically, we'll link to um, we'll link to that recipe. Yeah. Totally. Or to that. Um, yeah. Right. It's Mountain Rose Herbs is a really nice place that you can order dried elderberries from mm. if you don't have an herbal apothecary like right down the street. Oh my God. <laughs> if you don't live in Portland. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's basically boil, uh, steep, strain, and then you want to add, um, I added local raw honey to this, which also has its own immune benefits. Um, but this is something so nice to keep in your house if you're a family with kiddos. Kiddos yeah. can absolutely take this safely, um, you know, depending on their size, probably about a teaspoon a day for them. It's legit, too. I mean, it's I've, I've definitely had a couple like... Oh, 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 like woke up with like sore mm. throaty gland stuff and sniffly, mm. high, you know, like heart and head and taking some of this and then and dodged it. Yeah. It's rad. You can continue to take it while <clears throat> you're sick too, which is pretty nice. Oh, yeah. I just, I like it better than echinacea. I find it, it just works better for me. Yeah. Echinacea, I don't know. It's like, I feel like I would take a bunch of it and it's, it was dried in the pill form or whatever. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It didn't feel like it was like as active. Yeah. Yeah. I love cool. this stuff. So... That's my bindle. We'll link you Solid to bindle. make it yourself. It's super, super easy. Um, yeah, don't be scared of making no. your own tinctures at home. Oh, yeah. No, it's it was like making tea. Mm-hmm. And then you get to squeeze it out through like a cheesecloth. Like, oh, it's so it's fun. Like twisting nuts. Yes. Like a nutsack. But, a nutsack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. For making nut milk. Correct. Yeah, alternative yeah. milk. I wasn't talking about anything else. You perverts. Don't be a pervert. Don't be a pervert. Do be a pervert. Um, so if you do, if you are a pervert, then you should listen to our show. And if you are, listen to our show, you might just be a pervert. <laughs> um, so my bindle of the week is about shopping. Mm. So um, pretty sure I haven't talked about this on the show before. Oh but boy, here we, we go. But yeah, my uh, my early onset dementia has really been causing some an uproar in the uh, Mike and Rin stay in <laughs> world. So. Um, but when you're shopping at the grocery store, mm-hmm. the thing that I love to do, and stop me if I've said this before, <laughs> but there's a a little part of the UPC code in the front of the, like on the shelf that shows you, so there's the price, the actual price, and then there's a little thing that says a certain amount of money per ounce mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. per gram or yeah. per whatever. Yep. And so if you're looking at like, well, honey is kind of a good example, mm-hmm. or like jelly or... Um, eggs, any of these things, you can literally see like, this is going to be the cheapest. This is going to be the best for my money because it's 41 cents an ounce. Like avocado oil. I was buying avocado oil yesterday. And the and there was an organic one and there was a, and then a non-organic one and then a like an all natural one or something like that. And it turned out that the organic, or I think it was the organic one was the cheapest mm. for whatever reason, but it was in a weirdly sized container. Mm. But so it was like, it looked like it was the most expensive um, price wise. But then if you actually just dialed out, you know, the amount of ounces or whatever to the cost, then it was, then it was great. So, um, so yeah, so my bindle is 
check the price per ounce or the yeah. price per serving. Yes. Most like Kroger stores always have it. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of the like Whole Foods. Oh, I all stores have it. I think they have to. Yep. yep. And um, it's kind of a truth in advertising, truth in pricing sort of thing. But it's really awesome and super helpful for like if you're choosing between kind of what would otherwise be relatively equal products, mm. um, you can look at, you know, just the price per whatever it, the, the delineation is. Sometimes it's grams, ounces, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. a good call because I often get swayed by, oh, this is just cheaper. I'm going to spend less money right, right. now. Yeah, and um, this is where I'm a huge fan of buying like in bulk. Right. Like we don't shop at Costco necessarily. Not not that we have anything against it, but we just haven't been. Um, but I like to buy like a lot of things yeah. when it's something that we use a lot. Yep. Like I have a toothpaste from Trader Joe's that yep. I buy – I think I bought 10 of them or so, maybe nine. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know how long you guys take to go through a thing of toothpaste, but I go <laughs> I go through like one, maybe one a year. He doesn't really brush his teeth, so. Yeah, I don't believe in it. Yeah, yeah. I just swish around Coca-Cola in my mouth. And, mm-hmm. um, but I'm never going to go. Like, I don't know why I buy that. You right, know, like right. that. But for things like olive oil or whatever, it's like, yeah, man. If I can totally. get a good price on it, totally. We should, we should probably join Costco again. Oh, yeah? I don't know. I don't even know where it is. I have no idea. Oh, it's by the airport. Oh, okay. Pretty inconvenient. Yeah, that's not super. But for some stuff, it's great. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, so that's my bend. I love it. Yeah, I love too. it. Me too. Um, and I don't. I don't think you've done that one before. It's oh my not, god! <laughs> it's not ringing any. I bells. was literally thinking about it, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I've thought. I've told friends about it. Uh huh. Yeah. And so I was like, shit. Because, like, basically our podcast is just telling friends about stuff, you know? That's right. Yeah. Hi, friends. Talking about peens and vagines and how to save money on things. <laughs> that was really well done. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am going to transition to something else that we like to talk about mm. on the show, which we call a pro tip, not necessarily because... We're pros, but because no. um, sometimes, and sometimes they're um, acupuncture related, which I am a professional at. Yeah. Sometimes they're food related, which yeah. Mikey is a professional at. Yeah. And say. sometimes, you know, they're just like life pro, Ooh, life pro shit. I like it, yeah. Um, so this one for me this week is in thinking about the holiday season Um, whatever you celebrate and however you do celebrate it, um, I know that a lot of you will, will be around family and hopefully that's a pleasant experience for Mm. you. Mikey and I are really lucky to have families that we like to be around. True. Um, so I hope that's true for you. And, and I was actually, this, this pro tip is coming from a podcast that I was listening to, um, uh, mastering your fertility, which is actually mm. my naturopaths podcast. Oh yeah! If you are on your fertility journey, I highly recommend you check it out. They're interviewing a bunch of really cool and interesting um, people That's in the fertility awesome. world, and so they were just talking about um, the holiday season and how it can be tricky if you are having a challenge getting pregnant, mm. um, and so. It, you know, I, I thought about that in that um, I'm on a pretty kind of restricted diet right now, really trying to decrease inflammation in the body. The holidays are not the best time to do that, obviously, especially in an American Italian American family. <laughs> um, and Ooh. so, uh, yeah. So, so my I guess my pro tip is if you you know maybe there's someone in your life that 
you're curious if they're going to have a baby ever, (laughs) or you're curious if they are trying to have a baby, Mm. um, or you're curious why they're doing that weird diet thing that they're doing, um, to be gentle, (laughs) um, and also to, to maybe just be a little more sensitive, Mm. um, because, you know, I think, and, and I did this before I knew that we were having fertility struggles. <laughs> you know, I think that I was, um, really quick to ask people like, Oh, are you, are you going to have kids? Are you going to have babies? Right, are you gonna... right. Without really knowing and appreciating that everybody's journey there is different. And even if it's not infertility, even if it's just, we we don't want to have a kid because we don't have enough money to have a kid or we don't want to have a kid because our we're working our dicks off and we can't. And yeah. So or we just don't want to have a kid or we just don't want to have a kid. Right. Right. And that's all of those are completely valid. Yeah. Answers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think if you are curious to be ready for people's answers and the answer might be, I just found out I can't have kids. Or I've been trying to have kids for two, a kid for two years. Yeah. Or um, I have polyps or I have, you know, endometriosis. Um, And maybe people don't want to share those stories and to be, um, to be okay with that too. Um, And also if, if, you know, people are doing interesting diet things and you really are curious to, to just be that to be curious, to not, um, maybe hold your judgment. Mm -hmm. Um, and to know that for some people doing a specialized diet is the difference between them being healthy and them not being able to get out of bed. That's not the case for me necessarily, but, um, but to know that there's a link there, um, there's lots of people that are struggling with autoimmune. Um, there's lots of Mm. people that are struggling with infertility. Mikey and I are one in eight. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, one in eight couples is, um, you know, dealing with infertility challenges. Yeah. Well, I think to reserve judgment about the diet thing is really interesting too because like you know it could be that this person is like the fact that they're not eating whatever it might be might just be the switch in their that their body needs to get that's exactly right and i just think what i think is so interesting is that when people get married i think there's this kind of social view and it's maybe old school but whatever but i think there's this kind of idea that it's then their bodies and their life becomes everybody else's business Mm. like we the second we got married People started asking us just totally before apropos of nothing, we got before married. we got married. Like, <laughs> when are you going to have kids? And, yeah. da, da, da. And, and I just think, don't. It's the most personal question you could ask somebody. Yeah. It's totally up to people, you know. And if they want to volunteer the information, great. But you don't know what their story is. That's and I right. think the amount of pain that you could be stepping into, the amount of just all those different things don't yeah and i know that people are probably coming from a good place some people aren't i think there's a lot of judgy fucks out there that you know that like there was a lot of i might have said this on the show before but we had at least 10 people ask me say when are you gonna have kids and i said i don't think we're going to and they were like well then why did you get married right right and that to me is i don't know i just don't even get it i don't even know how to answer that question it's like Fuck you in so many ways. And I know that most people aren't coming from that place. But um, yeah, I just just think it's like 
just know that you're stepping onto really sensitive soil. Yeah. And not ever, it's not easy for everybody and it's not an easy choice for everybody. And yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah. Well, and Mikey and I really started this podcast. I, I don't think that, um, you know, there's a lot of people that would not air the laundry that we do. Oh, sure. Totally. Um, Probably shouldn't. <clears throat> but we really wanted to come to this podcast with the intention of um, at least shining some light on miscarriage and infertility yeah. and sort of women's health journeys in general. Um, but that's not, you know, that not everyone wants to share their story. Of course. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, and our story like has some painful bumps in it and stuff. Um, there was this other podcast that we were kind of like looking to, we were maybe going to be on it. And the woman kind of asked this series of questions and she was like, I'd like you to frame your answer kind of like this. And one of it was like, you know, one of the questions was like, how, what was your health journey or what was your, uh, well, how has your infertility journey been? Mm. And she was like, this is what mine might, my answer might look like. And she told in that synopsis, her whole infertility journey, it was fucking insane. Yeah. It was like seven miscarriages. Yeah. Six or seven failed IVF attempts. Yeah. Stillborn. Like all these. And I was just like, oh my God. And so it's just like. To paint with a broad brush and say, oh, infertility, like our version of infertility is ours and it's hard, but it's also like, it's not that. Right. And right. Um, there's no judging. There's no like competitive nature in any of it. But yeah, man, I don't know. It's just like, be really graceful in the way that you talk yeah. to people about these things because it's just, I don't know. It's just another way I think of of that women are kind of incidentally shamed too. Mm, um, yeah, you're shamed if you do have a baby. You're shamed if you and you don't. You know, you're, you're not parenting right. You're shamed if you're infer infertile. You're shamed if you don't want to have a baby. You're, you know, it's yeah. And the man, I can kind of get away with a lot of that shit because it's just I don't know baked into our culture. But right, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Be gentle. Be easy with yourself and with um with others. <laughs> my, my pro tip is. Just as serious and profound <laughs> as this. We need a balance, Gene. I know. The yin and yang of Mikey and Rin stay in. That's true. So I, my pro tip is actually about cooking. Ooh, um, good. Yeah, it's an oil. It's an oil story. Oh, great. So um, one of the best ways to store things is in oil. Mm. And so one of the things that I just did recently was I cooked a bunch of leeks. Oh, that was in so oil. good. Yeah, and so just slow simmered the leeks. I chopped them up into little ribbons and then slow simmered them like like until they were like just cooked. So like not very long. Then I let them basically cool on the stove and I put them into like an airtight container and put them in the fridge. And then I would just scoop out a little bit when I would be cooking mm. and just throw it in with stuff and it was super yummy. Mm -hmm. Another option that you can do with things this is like garlic, you can do it with tomatoes, you can do it with um, onions, kind of mm. any sort of aromatic thing that's delicious, herbs. But um, you can also just like give it a quick steep or a quick simmer in warm or hot water or hot oil. Um, and you then you can strain off the oil mm. and just use that separately. So it'll be like roasted garlic infused oil. Yum. And then you can blend up the roasted garlic cloves that you had in there and use that as like a spread or something like that. Mm. Or you can like fry some rosemary in oil like on a really low temperature and then use the rosemary for things and then use the oil as a rosemary scented oil. So yes. it's just an easy way to like preserve things as well as make two delicious products at once. So I love that. Yeah. Um, and I will just add to that. Mm. Um, choose your oils wisely. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, you know, really thinking about 
lessening the vegetable oil load in your life. Oh, totally. Um, I use olive oil usually. That's yeah, probably olive not. Oil, I, I, I think olive oil is Some great. dicks would like, are like, ooh, the second you heat olive oil, it's like all the you know nutritional right, benefits right. are gone. I don't know. I, you know, it's to me, it's like you could be using fryer oil from McDonald's. So it's just, just use an oil well, that you want to eat like with a lot of different things. And I think olive oil, a nice olive oil is great for that. And Italians have been doing like totally. curing things. Of course. For- <laughs> yeah. I think it's more the like people say don't heat up your pan with the olive oil already in it because right. of the heating process. You know, but I don't know. If we're like really, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm talking more about staying away from things like canola oil. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Totally. um, And your sunflowers and things like that. Right. Um, Good idea. Yeah, really looking more towards olive oil, avocado oil, things of that nature. Those are super good. Yeah, totally. That's great. I know. You're welcome. I did love those leeks that you made. Yeah, they're delicious. And it just keeps, like if you see something that's getting a little going to be wilty soon in your fridge. Yeah. Yeah, such a good way to keep it. It's like suspended animation. Yeah, you poach it in the oil, it'll stick around forever. It's awesome. Yeah. Do you have anything else? I don't. Okay. I have a a little bit of a rant. Ooh, let's hear your rant. So I sometimes every other week or so, um, I will do a fuck you to the south or a um, kind of how different states are fucking up. Um, But this week, I want to talk about liberals. We're going into 2020, and things matter, and our president has been impeached, uh-huh. which is not going to actually, he's not going to be removed from office, he's probably, you know, he's going to be able to, he's fucking bulletproof, and his fans don't give a shit about any of this, and they think it's all a witch hunt, and so we need to really come armed for this, and our candidates, they're not all perfect, I don't think any of them are perfect, mm-hmm. Um and it's amazing to me that like, when you're running against someone like Trump, that we don't have someone that we can feel like confident that we'll beat him. Um, but that's the nature of our world right now. Mm. And the thing that I've been having major issues with is kind of the liberal Goldilocks syndrome that they're going through. Mm. And it's in in, temp, in testing all of the candidates and the purity test that they've been talking about, you know, and all the different candidates, maybe they're to this or that or to that. And um, like the one that's like... Mayor Pete and him going to the wine cave thing that, you know, he was talking to donors in this billionaire's wine cave and everybody's just oh, a fucking mess about it that mm-hmm. he could know he, this is totally disqualifies him and he's now in the pockets of the billionaires. And I don't think that Mayor Pete is the best, is the perfect candidate, but he's a, he's a pretty good candidate mm-hmm. and he's, he's right on a lot of issues. Um, he's a little too middle of the road for me, but he also, I think could probably get a lot of good things done. Um, but the fact that everybody is pearl clutching so hard and we have to like, and he is not, you know, maybe not going to make it through this thing. Like, and if you're telling me that Bernie and fuck and Elizabeth Warren have not been talking to very wealthy people, maybe it's not in a wine cave, but it's somewhere else. If you tell me they haven't been doing that, you're fucking kidding yourself. Um, so I just think that we need to get behind more things than we are against. Mm -hmm. And we're going to hand ring and judge the people within our party Mm -hmm. we're gonna do that all the way to a trump second term yeah and we'll deserve it right so trump is gonna continue to stack courts sure of course in a way where immigration yeah women's reproductive rights 
climate. Oh, yeah. All of these things that are massively important issues are fucked. The most important. Mm -hmm. And RBG is not going to make it through a second term. Right. Just let's be real about this. Um, She's holding the fuck on and good for her. But uh, if he gets another Supreme Court seat... That's and that's going to happen, you know. At, if you know, it comes to people like Leonard Leo and the Federalist Society and the people that got Kavanaugh in and everybody, um, that's going to happen in the second term. So we have to get behind whoever the candidate is. I, if if I hear about people not voting, I will, and I promise, I will punch you <laughs> and then not talk to you ever again. <laughs> Fuck you if you don't vote. Yeah. Yeah. And if you vote third party, I'm going to slap you and then never talk to you again. <laughs> Just vote for whoever our person is. We need numbers and we need people to get out and vote. If you're in a state that isn't that isn't awesome like Oregon and reliably blue and also has motor voter and everybody gets the mail-in ballot, go and talk to people about whether or not they're actually registered to vote. Mm-hmm. Write postcards, uh, postcards for voters, is that mm-hmm. what it is? Um, mm-hmm. Join Stacey Abrams' group that's going to be getting out um, – you know, people to the 20 battleground states where there's voter suppression happening. Um, Trump's peeps don't give a shit. They're going to do a lot of voter suppression. They're going to try to do everything they can to cheat to win. Um, so, yeah, that's my thing. Stop yes. being a fucking coward about it and stand for something. And, yeah, get out. Yep. Talk about it. Good rant, shoot. <laughs> I love you so much. Hey, I love you too. Shall we pack... For our trip. Why don't we? Okay, sir. Okay, happy Chris McQuanzica. Oh, love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to take next week off. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to be with our family. Correct. And we're going to be celebrating Jesus. That's right. His birth, his ascension in April mm-hmm. with Easter eggs. But this round, it'll the just be men. his birth mm-hmm. from his mom who... Virgin, still a virgin. Not penetrated. That's right. Nope. That's right. I'm... Don't be dirty, bitch. Oh, God. The Keep ori- it clean. The original slut shaman. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Mary Magdalene, you're my homie, and I think you're a redhead, so gotcha. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll be back in the new year, 2020. Yes! Holler. 2020 Actually, feels good. I like the aesthetics mm. of 2020. Oh, yeah. It looks good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It looks really nice. I know. There's. Um, it's also going to make for really good glasses, uh, New Year's Eve glasses. Ooh, yeah. Like those yeah. 2021s, because it'll be able to look through the O's. That's right. Zeros. Should wear those on the plane on the way home. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the year of the rat, I believe. Oh, yeah. I love rats. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Um, okay. I love you guys. Yes. Um, if you have some time over the holidays, oh, yeah. shoot us. us. Yeah. Give us a little shout out. Yeah. And it's like send us your pictures of um, what you're doing while you're staying in. There's going to be a lot of jammy time for Mikey and Rin. Correct. Um, lots and of sweatpants Abby. time. Yeah. Lots of fat sweatpants time. Mm-hmm. We're going to be in Buffalo, New York. So we're going to be eating, drinking and staying out of the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so send us pictures of how you guys are staying in. Insta us. Yeah. Mikey and Rin stay in on Instagram at Mikey and Rin on Twitter. Let's uh, eat at MikeyandRinStayIn.com if true. you'd like to send us an email. Yeah. You can text me, 720-474-1946. That's the wrong number. See? Oh, my God. I gave the wrong number. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> or is it the right number? You'll never know. Um, that's our show. Yeah. Thank you. Aubrey, you we, love you. we love Hope you. Hope you have a really fantastic end to the year and a totally. brilliant start to the new year. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for Mikey and Rin stay in, I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. And tonight. We're going to stay. We're going to stay. We're going to stay.
there you go. We're, we're gonna, gonna stay. We're gonna stay. We're gonna stay. Hey. Love you guys. Ho, ho, ho's. Hi, this is Mike Sheether, Radio Long Penisser. <laughs> this is Rin Doggy, Labia Longus. Labius Longus. Labius Longus. <laughs>